Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Alan Hahn with Key today, or is it, Key, are you with me or am I with you? How do you want it worded? Because I said it earlier, you got all offended. Don't want to upset you. First of all, I didn't get offended. I said you were with me. If I was coming on your show, then I would be with you. You'd be with me. Yeah, I didn't get upset. I just was correcting you. you. Oh, Oh, correcting me. Yeah. That's what I need. Well, I mean, think about it. I'm helping you. I'm helping your show out. You're correcting me. That's how we're doing this. No, you're not. You're not helping my show. <laughs> no. What happens is in certain situations, you go and get somebody who's available. Oh wow! Now I'm when just available. you I have see. a spot open. No All right, I got you. You know, you slide so like them the Browns, in. They're available. You know, like I'm like Baker Mayfield, right? You don't have no, a quarterback. No, you no, need no. A guy. No, when you come into the locker room, we don't leave. We stick around. When he walks Yo. in the locker room right about now, yeah, they're probably all scattering. Gotcha. Did you watch the Avalanche win the Stanley Cup last night? Oh, what a, it was amazing to see them close that thing out. Did you see them Kroenke. break the cup? Oh, man. No, I didn't watch the poster. They dented the cup. Yeah, they were taking the picture. It fell. It dented. It was hilarious. But I was just happy because, as I mentioned earlier, mentioning it for the New York audience, uh, like the 72 Dolphins, if you're an Islanders fan, you, you know, take a little sip of champagne because it's yet another team that can't win uh, more than two straight Stanley Cups. So the Islanders remain the last team to win three, if not four, in a row. So the last team in hockey to win three in a row, the last team in North American team sports to win four in a row, I don't ever see that ever being broken, just like the 72 Dolphins. So I just celebrated a little bit last night. That's how I felt. You know what else was celebrated yesterday? Aaron Judge Day in New York. Like, this was – the Yankees had a maddening weekend, but yet it ended up with a cathartic ending because the Astros are like their, um, I don't know, kryptonite, if you will, because it feels like that's the team that no matter how well they're playing – and I, I've been saying this about the Yankees. The start has been great. Like, you as a Dodgers fan – Right, the Dodgers are good every year. Do you do you just sit back and enjoy it, or do you worry like, nah, it doesn't matter until we get to October? No, I don't. I don't. I don't worry about it because it doesn't matter till you get to October. I mean, you could compile plenty of victories up that put you in a certain seating and position, but you know, I don't get worried until we start to tail off where we hit a slump and we're losing like nine of the last twelve and all yep. that sort. That's when you start to be like, well, what the hell is going on? One of the Dodgers' problems is they got to get healthy and stay healthy. Well, that's the Dodgers' problem. For the Yankees, it's they've mostly been healthy, and you want them to stay healthy. But it's the Astros that this series was that moment, and it it was, like I said, it got maddening for a while. You get no hit, first of all, on Saturday. And then you continue to get no hit for six more innings on Sunday. And you're feeling like, like is it just this team? 
The Astros just have your number. But the bullpen of the Astros did struggle. The starters did so well. The bullpen did struggle a bit in the series, and it the Yankees had a comeback win that was, as I mentioned, cathartic. And it ended with Aaron Judge hitting a three-run home run, a walk-off again for this team, in the 10th to get a 6-3 win. It's the 10th walk-off win for the Yankees this season, but it's also Aaron Judge getting it done. And this is, for him, a weekend that started with him and his arbitration settlement with the Yankees of $19 million for this year with incentives and if you're a Yankees fan, you're celebrating the idea that here's Aaron Judge just being your Babe Ruth of the moment of this year, having an MVP season. And you're feeling like they can't let this guy go, Key. They can't. They've got to give him what he wants, deserves, whatever. You're the Yankees. You should be able to pay him what he wants, what he's worth. Do not let this guy walk. So the idea that they reached a settlement in arbitration instead of actually going to arbitration feels like, okay, maybe, you know, you guys have this sense of figuring it out. And should this make us feel like that's going to happen then this off season. So Aaron judge was asked that question and man, his answer sent chills down my spine. Give you any more confidence that the next deal, the big deal will get done seeing that they make in the middle here. Uh, no, uh, you know, we got this one done and, yeah, I was happy about that. That's it, Key. That's all well, he yeah. said. Yeah, he's checked no. out. He's checked out right now. He's just uh, wanting to continue to hit bombs away, and that's pretty much it, show his worth to the other teams that's out there. Um, I don't foresee him really signing back with the Yankees unless the Yankees blow him away with an offer that he cannot refuse. I'm talking like that $400 million price tag type can't refuse because when they had the opportunity to lock him up long term, they mm-hmm. made him feel less than what he is. And that's the way athletes are. When, when I come to you and you balk at what I'm saying and you make me feel that way, say, you know what, never mind, man. I'm just I'm, – I'm going to roll the dice – now, I've rolled the dice, and thus far I've hit. Every single time I've rolled them, I've hit. I'm going to take my shot and my chances, and that's what he's doing. His 28 home runs through 75 games is the second most in Yankee history, behind only Roger Maris in 1961, and we know what he did that year. If you don't, that's when he broke Babe Ruth's home run record at 61 home runs. But what you just said there also worries me. You think he's checked out? You think, or do you think he's just playing this? Like you did for me earlier in the show, this podium thing. This is what I'll say at the podium, right? You don't think that he's just playing that game with the Yankees of, I'm not giving you an inch till we get to the end of this season. Because I'm no. with you. I give, him, I give him 40 a year. Like I look at him as a more valuable you know, you, player to baseball than Mike Trout. You know that deal's already done, right? What deal? That deal with whatever team he's going to wind up going to, that deal's done. That conversation has already taken place through his representatives. That they've already said we're going to give you, you know, whatever the number. We're going to give so you like Buster only said, Buster only told, told us that the San Francisco Giants. He did his story last week. The San Francisco Giants are a are a contender to watch. Like he mentioned the Cubs. I don't. I don't think he'd go to the Cubs because he didn't want to lose. Yeah. Right. The Mets. I'm not sure if he would do the cross town thing because for Aaron Judge. You'd have to deal with that every day. Every day, media asking you, fans yelling at you, all that stuff about the Yankee-Met thing. So I'm not sure if he really wants to do that, unless, of course, Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets, wants to be completely crazy and go $400 million with him, which I don't think is that crazy. 
But the San Francisco Giants, which obviously is where the area, Northern California, he's sort of from within that range, kind of like going home. That one I can see. So you're you're saying if the if the San Francisco Giants were serious about this and they can be because of the, their payroll situation, that those conversations are already having, and you think his mind's already on. I've got leverage. You, you know, whoever his representatives are probably represent other players in the league, probably represent other players on, the, let's say, the Giants, for instance. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they're having conversations about Danny. And along the way, while they're talking about Danny, the conversation comes up about Aaron Judge. Hey, what do you think Aaron wants to do? Well, you know, we don't really know. We're looking probably, I don't know, 400. You think you could do that? I'm sure we could if if he gets serious in the end. All of those type of conversations take place, Alan, even though people don't ever want to believe it. Those conversations are taking place, and they're getting back to the player. So the player already knows what he's worth. He already knows that there's one or two players out there that's willing to go the distance with him. So he can now tell the Yankees, no, nah, I don't think this deal's going to get done. He can now talk like that because he's confident that there's other deals that can get done for at least the amount of money that he would leave on the table with the Yankees. Yeah. I, to me, you have to have that feeling that I'm going to play it this way because I know that if they don't pay up, I've got an option. Absolutely. But I don't you're, not think gonna, you, you're not going to play yourself. No, but you also can't – I also don't think that you get a little too desperate – I think he says the right things in how he loves it here and all that stuff. He loves playing for the fa- – he always brings up fans. He doesn't say organization. He doesn't say the Steinbrenners. He doesn't say any of that stuff. Yeah. He says strictly fans. New York, I love the fans here. Because that's truly who you play for. I played for the New York fans. I didn't play for the New York Jets. I played for the fans of the New York Jets. Because to the fans, I'm always going to be one. To the owners – I'm an assembly line. Somebody gets off, somebody gets on. Somebody gets off, somebody gets on. To this day, Evan Wellner, our producer, still has have dreams about me being traded. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Those are nightmares. Because he's a fan of the Jets. More nightmares, Evan, aren't they? They're nightmares, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or nightmares or whatever you want to call it. Same Mike, thing with you, Alan. Mike, you, Mike Tannenbaum's you know? the one that has dreams. He dreams of all the money he saved by not paying. <laughs> yeah, how did that work out for him? Yeah, Keyshawn just dreams about the ring that he got on the way. But but when it comes to Aaron Judge, though, Key, at his age, though, 30, and what he might be seeking, and we don't know exactly, but Buster, others have said that it's it, what he was what he was asking the Yankees for sounded astronomical. And all the all the experts – are saying what the Yankees offered him was reasonable for him and who he is and all that stuff. But right now he's got to get, he's at 28 home runs. He's got to be one of the main, the, the front runners for MVP. I mean, Otani's having another great year. I get it. But Otani's playing for a losing team. He's on the Yankees who have the best record in baseball, and he's performing and in the clutch. He won the first game of that series against the Astros. He won the last game of the series against the Astros, which were critical to get out of that thing two and two. Because it, for a middle part of that series, it looked like the Astros were pitching-wise, were dominating the Yankee bats. Dominating. And it was making a lot of us very anxious about this great start and how it's all for nothing because you still can't beat the damn Astros. So would you say that Aaron Judge should be paid close to, if not the same as Mike Trout, because of his value and what market he plays in? If you're the Yankees, 
Do you have to look at it that way? I, I would, and and I get it. it, it you know, everybody, Mike Trout, Mike Trout, best baseball player, blah, 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 blah. He ain't won nothing. He's the highest paid. He doesn't want anything, no. I, I don't know. care. It just it drives me nuts when people say how great Mike Trout is. In baseball, one person can't do it all. I get it. I understand that. But still, keep my team in the hunt. <laughs> year in and year out. Aaron Judge exactly. is on a team that's always in the hunt. Exactly. Part of winning. He has seen winning, but the most important thing is if he gets to the end of this trip with a World Series, just an appearance, let alone winning the World Series, I how does how do they let him walk? How do they possibly justify letting this guy walk? He is to me the most important player they have had since Derek Jeter. But the everybody has important. a number, Allen. Everybody has a number, both sides, right? Yeah. The Steinbrenners uh, and the Yankees, right. they have a number that they don't want to go over. We and Aaron never... Judge has a number that he won't accept less than. I mean, it's have... just what it is. We have seen them be cheap at times, frugal maybe. But Robinson Cano, letting Robinson Cano take a big deal from Seattle is not the same thing. Two different things. Because Robinson Cano, it was nothing what Aaron Judge is, not just on the field, but off the field. For the for the franchise, but, they, but the Yankees, but the Yankees tried to keep Robinson Cano. They tried. They wasn't gonna pay what Seattle paid. What Seattle paid was way over what he was probably worth. Yes, but for the Yankees, it wasn't worth it to them because it's like I said, the Judge thing has to do with more than just baseball. It's what he is in this market for that franchise, which is the biggest franchise in North American sports, and obviously for a sport that desperately needs it, it, someone no like question. him to be the face. And Robinson and Robinson Cano was never Aaron Judge. Robinson Cano no, was I know, really that's what I mean. good. But anybody like like that's the last time we saw the Yankees let a very important player walk. That's the last time. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six four. The calls. It is Keyshawn J Will and Max Allen Hahn in with Keyshawn. You want you to tune into the ESPN Daily Podcast. It brings you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters. It's presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily. Available wherever you enjoy. Your podcast. Kyrie Irving has furnished a list of potential teams for the Nets to consider working on sign and trade agreements. Among those teams, the Lakers, Clippers, Nets, Knicks, Miami Heat, Dallas Mavericks, and the Sixers. It's Han Solo and Key. So, all right, NBA free agency begins Thursday evening. Friday's like the big day where you start to see a lot of the conversations heat up. So we'll see what happens with Kyrie Irving and uh, the Brooklyn Nets. But I found something interesting. So as we talk about Kyrie and his future with the Nets, and we all agree we had Tim Bontemps on. We've talked about this many times. It, the, 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 most, the best place for Kyrie is where he is right now. He and Kevin Durant. And the, you have Ben Simmons. It all makes sense. But if he's at that point of, I'm done, I, I, whether he's not happy with decisions making there, whether it's Sean Marks doesn't want to cede any more control over the franchise, as you heard Kyrie at the end of the season say, we have to manage this team better. It's like, who's this we? Right? You're a player, man. Kevin Durant, would he be mad if Kyrie walked away? KD says on the ETC's podcast that there's no involvement at all when it comes to he talking to Kyrie and, and trying to influence his decision. He said, I can't be involved with this man's livelihood. 
Uh, this is much bigger than me. Being a free agent is one of the most important times in your career. That can't be swayed by anyone else. I just do me and wait for the time. But if he does walk, he, can you see Kevin Durant then looking at his roster, looking at the Nets and saying, you know what? I'm out. I don't want to be part of this because I'm the last, I'm the lone star now. I came here with Kyrie. You didn't keep him. So now I want out of here too, which is what a lot of people are concerned about. No, the best thing for Kevin Durant to do if Kyrie leaves is say, cool, okay. Now I'm going to sit tight and I'm going to show you that I can win one without Kyrie. And I got Ben Simmons. I'm going to go find me another guy. And then I'm just going to win without Kyrie. That's hmm. what. That's the best. Because if Kevin Durant leaves again to go somewhere else, now what? If he's always so worried about what people say, like Jay yeah. said, Jay says that he worries about. I don't know Kevin Durant, so I don't. I don't. You know, I don't just say stuff unless I hear from people that know him and close to him. Jay right. seems to think that he has rabbit ears, and if he has rabbit ears, and he's worried about people always saying something about what he's doing and uh, 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 responding to social media and things of that nature, for him to leave again to go somewhere else to chase rings instead of staying in Brooklyn like he wanted when he left Golden State to try to build a championship team on his own, people going to really crush him then. You think so? You don't think people will look – like I, I, I don't know – yeah, all right, yes, because – he took all the criticism when he went to Golden State. People thought he was ring chasing, right? Yes. So you're right. They Everybody got on his case for it. I, I do think that's why he left Golden State. I think he left Golden State because he felt like, even when I'm winning here, I still can't win. People aren't giving me enough credit. I've got to go somewhere else and do it on my own. So that's what he did going to Brooklyn. But if he does now, let's just say, though, that he looks around him thinking, uh, this is not what I signed up for. Kyrie's gone. Don't know if I want to be here. You've seen players force their way out. I'm with you. I don't see it because I also never saw him as a guy that would say, I'm not playing. You know, we saw these guys that just they don't play. It forces their way out of a team. He's not that guy. He loves to play basketball. I can't see him not. But it's funny how everybody around the league Oh, no, he'll play. He'll play, but uh, my whole point is if he leaves, okay, the only place he wouldn't get Crushed, I think it's if he went to the Washington Wizards. People would say he's going home. home. Yeah. He's going home. Gotcha. But if he like all of a sudden went to Miami with Jimmy Butler or or Dallas with Luca or something yeah. weird, that's that people would say he's all he's doing is chasing rings, so he can't win by himself. Mm-hmm. Opposed to somebody coming with him to Brooklyn. So all of a sudden Let's let's just say let's do a, a, a Allen uh, Han. I almost call you Allen Yates. A, a Allen Han um, scenario hypothetical. Right. So if all of a sudden Kyrie leaves, boom, I'm gone. Now the Nets say, okay, we getting ready to go get Dame Lillard, for instance, huh. and bring him to Brooklyn and package it up. People would be like, cool. But if Kevin Durant was to leave the Nets and go join Dame in Portland, people would go, see, he ain't doing it but chasing. So he has to stay put and allow whatever it is to come to him if he doesn't want to get rabbit ears again. That's just my opinion. It's funny you say that because Lillard, uh, as everybody in the league is paying attention to this scenario as it's playing out, Lillard went to Instagram on Saturday and he posted you know, a, a uh, doctored picture of himself with Kevin Durant wearing a Portland jersey. 
And, you know, everybody flipped out when they saw that, like, whoa, whoa, whoa what's going on? Now, you know, players don't get accused of tampering. Only teams do. But it was uh, 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 Jurkic, their center, he also posted the same picture. So they're all, like, in on this now, trying to, you know, cause some trouble. Like, how, did, how would this look? What do you think, Kevin Durant going to Portland? But if you're Brooklyn, I, I, I wonder if – when do you reach a point of – this isn't working. While these guys still have value, when is it time to pull the plug? If Kyrie leaves, when do you look at Kevin Durant as an asset that you can get a lot for versus how much can we win it? What are your chances of winning a championship if it's Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, and the role players that they have there on that team? Probably not a good chance. But right. if it's Ben Simmons, Dame Lillard, and Kevin Durant, how do you that's get Dame different. Lillard? What do you have? Well, to uh, you, I don't know. They got to figure that out. I have no idea. I'm just saying for Kevin Durant's uh, 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 people getting at him on the negative side, he's got to stay in Brooklyn. If he leaves, you ask the value. You got to do that now because he is getting older. What does he have? Three years left on this uh, this current deal, I think. Yes. Yeah. So he's getting older. Now his value would be right now if you continue to wait. His value is going to be diminished because of his age. Yes, that's right. Now, if you're Portland, think about the history there. Because the picture was of was of Dame Lillard in a Portland uniform, not like Dame in a Brooklyn uniform. Oh, no, I get it. Dame. No, I understand. So you have him going there. And remember the team – do you remember who the team was that decided they were going Greg Oden instead of Kevin Durant? Portland. Yeah, that would be the Portland Trailblazers. So imagine having a chance to um, right or wrong from all those years ago, but what would it take to to get a player like that? I don't know, but it's still interesting. See, you're creating this. This is why I love my influence on you, Key. Why? You created a very interesting conversation. No, I just was trying to figure out how to of keep – Of all the places Kevin Durant could go, Portland might be the most intriguing. I, I'm just trying to figure out how to keep him in Brooklyn – and still win a championship without people burying him for going to a, a superstar player to help you. him win a championship. I'm just trying to figure that out. I mean, yeah. could Kevin – okay, could Kevin Durant, Westbrook, Ben Simmons, and some other stuff compete? I, I, not the Westbrook I saw last year. Yeah, but that doesn't mean. But that doesn't mean anything. No, that was last year when you saw him in games when LeBron and AD wasn't there, and it was just him. He balled out. He actually played well. Yes. So I don't know how he and Durant fit together anymore when you know that that started to fall apart when they were in OKC. But did it? But did it? But did it fall apart, or did the personalities fall apart? Because. When Kevin Durant left, they was they, they lost in the um to the Golden conference State final. team yes. in the conference final. So how yes. is that falling apart? Well, no, I mean the relationship part. Like oh, it, the it, relationship part fell apart yeah, for whatever reasons. Because Russ started becoming more like more the the alpha, the lead dog, wanting the ball, and all that stuff. Felt like it was his team, and Durant, you know, thought it was time for him to move on. Look, relationships change. 
man, you're Billy Martin, do. Billy and Martin coached the Yankees how many different times? Yeah, you're, you're also trying to figure out a way to get Kyrie to the Lakers. I see what you're doing there. No, I'm just trying to figure we'll it out, but think calls. about it. All right, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 on all this. And also coming up, how one manager's move led to an all-time baseball brawl. It seemed innocent, but it wasn't. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. And we have a brawl right now. Over by the Angels on deck circle. Punches being thrown everywhere. This is an all-out brawl over on the left side of home plate. Emotions running high, but uh, it's pretty clear what, what was going on. They switched, put an opener in there to, to throw some balls at us, and, you know, uh, got out of hand from there. And I've often said that people show you who they are, believe them. Well, we got hot yesterday in baseball, Key. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Allen Hunt in for Max today, ESPN Radio. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the number. We will get some calls going on our question of the day, and that is if you take this, it's all hypothetical, of course, but NBA side, free agency is coming at the end of this week, and Kyrie Irving could walk away from the Brooklyn Nets if he does and maybe joins the Lakers. Yay! LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Kyrie makes the Lakers what in the West? That is our question of the day. But as I mentioned, things got hot on the baseball field yesterday in the majors, Keyshawn, and what happened uh, between the Mariners and the Angels was a brawl that, I mean, there were parts of it that were hilarious. There were parts of it that were concerning. I mean, it starts with Saturday when you get a 95-mile-an-hour pitch from Eric Swanson thrown at Mike Trout's head, and Mike Trout wasn't happy about that. They had some discussions, and so the accusations that fly is that what the Angels decided to do was go with an opener to start Sunday's game, and then they just proceed to throw at the Mariners' players. And it got real ugly. Here's Scott Service talking about what he feels the Angels plan to do on Sunday. Certainly, you know, a lot of stuff uh, uh, that probably shouldn't happen uh, in the game, you know, happened out there today. Emotions running high, but uh, it's pretty clear what, what was going on. Um, you know, they, they switched, put an opener in there to, to throw some balls at us, and you know, uh, got out of hand from there. And, and kind of a uh, a black eye on, on you know uh, 
been a very good series, competitive series, you know, whatever. Uh, and it kind of got crazy there in the second inning. But you know, I've often said that if people show you who they are, believe them. And, and I'll leave it at that. Now, Key, Phil Nevin, the Angels' uh, interim manager, it's not like he quite denied it. No, I mean, look, you play eight eight games in a matter of a week against the same team. Um, you know, things like this happen. I mean, the scheduling, um, you know, I... You know, tensions just, you know, that's, that's baseball sometimes. Unfortunately, there's some ugly incidences once in a while, and and I think that's just what happened today. That's baseball, Key. Yeah, baseball. If it was football and it was training camp and you were going up against your teammates and it's hot in the summer and it's heat, you get a little scraps. Everybody, you know, start to push and shove and fighting. But these are opponents. I understand that you – Got eight games in a week, and you see a team a couple times over the, uh, a couple weeks, and you may have beaten them and lost to them or whatever the case is, but you can't tell me that he didn't put the starter in the beam to do it. Now, that wasn't even a, a – to me, that wasn't even a real beam. He hit him in the hip. Yep. He hit him like in a – you know, kind of hit him in the, on, the, on the buttocks to a degree. Which is usually so, where they tell you to go if you're going to hit people, right? Yeah, either there, yeah, or 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 – you know, down at the foot, something along those lines. So you could tell what it was. I mean, just cop to it. Jesse Winkler didn't like it. He's the one that got hit. Andrew Wentz was the pitcher. Well, you wouldn't like it either, getting hit. Of course, nobody likes getting hit. I mean, they were thrown inside the whole series. And like I said, and Trout, you know, Trout got real angry because that one went high and tight on Saturday night, and they felt it was a carryover. So what Wentz said after the game was that he was just amped up for the start and, you know, one got away from him and then he was sweating and it's like a little slippery and he just like lost it. Like he was acting like, you know, oh, no, 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 it wasn't intentional. I just didn't have control of my pitches. But the like, so there's Rendon who they pay all this money and he's never, he's never available. He's been hurt now, but he's got a cast on one hand. He's in the brawl and he's slapping people around with his other hand that doesn't have a cast on it. Then things calm down. And then out of the out of the dugout comes Iglesias, the closer, with a big box of sunflower seeds. And he just throw like nobody's on the field. Nobody's on the field. He just has this huge box of sunflower seeds, like something you get at Costco, right? And he just walks on the field and throws it onto the field as if like I'm I don't I don't even know what that would purpose of doing what? it was, but he was angry and he threw sunflower seeds. What, I think that's baseball um, in a nutshell. Evan, what did, what what could happen? in baseball when they do that. Like in football, right, you get a unnecessary penalty, sports for like conduct, fifteen yards, technical foul in basketball. What happens in baseball? They don't they don't yeah, do they, anything. Yeah they did. They threw him out of the game. Threw him out of the game. They threw See, okay. once, once but, but was he so thrown what, out of the yes. game before the sunflower yes. seeds? Oh oh like a glacius? Yeah. Yeah uh, no. Um I believe he was thrown out after yeah. the sunflower seeds. But but <laughs> You, you understand what that, I'm that, saying? Yes. Yes. Like you, like coming off the bench. Like you're yeah. Just, like if you're throwing bizarre. sunflower seeds or, or whatever the Gatorade bucket or 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 kicking the dirt on the bag and doing all of that stuff, there other than throwing you out, they need to put a penalty in for that. Like they do, advance they. a guy to second base or something. Oh. <laughs> like a technical foul in basketball or unsportsmanlike conduct in football when you touch a referee or you do you get you get a flag man I, I don't understand how you could be so mad that you just see a, a big carton of sunflower seeds and feel like i'm gonna throw this on the field and that's gonna yeah make and me so feel when better. you do that like yeah, I'm, I'm gonna throw stuff i'm gonna do i'm gonna delay the game they should say 
next time your team is up to bat, let's say it's the 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 fielding team. Next time your team is up to bat, the opponent gets an automatic guy at second base or something like that. I get it. You're saying yeah. he got off too easy. Well, I mean, you're I'm saying he got off to... easy. Like if you're going to act like that, we're going to punish not you but your team. Yeah, that's what you're saying. It's, it's the like, same like, thing. It, like it's a technical foul. I get a free throw. The so if I get a technical, and I get tossed, the team gets the opposing team gets free throws. So I just cost my team points yes. or, by or, my actions. All or, I did is have to go to the showers early in this game, right? In football, if you do something, it's yeah. a fifteen yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, mm-hmm. and yeah. that costs your team. Because now you're putting them in a different situation. Now instead of it being third and five, it's third and twenty. So, or instead of instead of that chip shot field goal, now it's twenty more tacked on to the field goal. That's what I'm saying. So how about how about this as because I know baseball is trying to you know change rules and make the game more fun and make it move faster and all that stuff. So here's your technical foul in baseball: that the next inning your team only has two outs. Oh, that that would be good too. Like you, you don't you you, can't, you like you already have an out, so you yeah. can only two, it's two more outs and then the inning's over, not yep. three. Yep, you could do Let's that. Or, or or I'm gonna advance the next batter up. On, I'm gonna advance him instead of him batting. He goes a second automatically. Can I throw one more thing oh. in because we've been beating up on Trout all all um, all show? Hey. Mike Trout really started this because ball sails over his head and he's like the throwing at my head and he gets all upset. Starts with him. You're, the, you're a three-time MVP. You're you're a face of the of the league. Right? Is he the face of the league? No, not anymore. If he was standing don't, next to me, I wouldn't know him. Yeah, don't I have to know the face, of the, like the literal face? Like, don't I have to know what his face looks like for him to be the face of the league? It would you a, trade for him, Evan? Great no. point. Is a no. Great would you point. would you would you trade for him though? If you yeah, were a good yeah, team, probably. Yeah, I mean, you he's would. a great player. He's a you player. you would okay. Well, right. his his biggest you're an analytics problem, guy. I forgot. But his biggest problem is where he is, where he is, and that he's content with it. That's his biggest problem, and that's baseball's problem too. There's nothing to do about it. Bry- Bryce Harper's hurt again. These are guys that were supposed to be the face of your sport, and that's why Aaron Rod- Aaron Judge, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Judge should hold out for as much as he can because he's been available, he's performing, and he's a face of the I biggest just, franchise I, in North American sports. I, 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 as much Another, as I love baseball, I just don't understand how. No, we're not breaking on time. No, we're having too good of a conversation. But speaking of another great franchise, the Lakers. Our question is this at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kyrie makes the Lakers what? In the West. You will fill in that blank next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Hey, Key, let me ask you a question. You got to know this. The city that never sleeps is what city? Well, they say New York, but... But I didn't ask you what they say. I'm asking you, what do you know when I say the city that never sleeps? New York. What do you think of Joey Votto tweeting, a nice win off to Chicago. Should be a late arrival tonight. Good thing it's the city that never sleeps. Joey Votto says Chicago is the city that never sleeps. No, I've been in Chicago that. late at night and didn't couldn't find anything to do. <laughs> I mean, never sleeps... No, New York. New York never sleeps. Yeah, that's the place. In, fa- that- in fact, in New York should have twenty-four hour barber shops open, like Look L.A. You. You're such where a pro. Where Obi Toppin, you know what he just decided to do? You are such to, a pro. He came you to are L.A. Like the, you're such a great teammate because you are so good at helping me transition into the what I wanted to ask you about, also, which is Obi Toppin, the Knicks forward. <laughs> who is from New York himself but plays for the Knicks, and he tweeted, why every barber in L.A. charging two to $300 a cut? What happened to $20 a cut? Key, is it that well, expensive to all, get a haircut in L.A.? First of all, you eight feet tall. They see you walking <laughs> through the door. Okay? They smell money? And you probably done bumped somebody from getting their cut, so it was a premium on that because that barber probably said, I got to move some people around. So you going to pay a little extra. That's just the reality of it. You, you, they you saw him coming. Yeah. Well, that's why I, I figured that too is they just look right away and they smell the money. Yeah, but but, in, but it is it. expensive. It is expensive to get a haircut in what do you LA. Pay? What do you pay? I pay a little bit. Well, give me a roundabout figure. You don't have to tell me exact. I'm north of $100 for a haircut? I'm north of 100. Is it I mean, is it worth it? I mean, what, do you get I mean, a temple massage with on, it? You get it some juice depends. and berries? Like, what do we it, do? It depends because, see, they, they sometimes he comes to the house. Sometimes you go to him. I mean, it just depends. Also, you know? there's, the, there's the other, you is, know, he, he there, also got to get the, the color, is, right? Like you want to get the grays out? Yeah. Is, like, that, a, is that a cost extra? Like, <laughs> yeah, that costs a little bit extra to get the grays out. <laughs> a little bit. Man, Not a lot of extra. Keep, some some weeks depends on how keep depends it on how hard I work on you. <laughs> I'd rather hey, I'd rather get grays out than to try to do something to my face to stay young. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with that. I just when I sit down, I tell him. He said, "What? Do you, how do you want to cut?" I said, "Just cut all the grays out, leave the rest." Yeah, cut the grays out. That's it. Cut all the grays out, leave the rest. Can have a lot more than twenty dollars. I'm going somewhere else. Back in ten seconds. Kyrie Irving has furnished a list of potential teams for the Nets to consider working on sign-and-trade agreements. Among those teams, the Lakers, Clippers, Nets, Knicks, Miami Heat, Dallas Mavericks, and the Sixers. Keyshawn J. Will Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn riding here with Key. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. LeBron plus Anthony Davis plus Kyrie. Makes the Lakers what in the West? We go to your calls now. Let's see. 
Let's go to Jay in Miami first. Jay. Hey, good morning, guys. It's good, man. Listen, Kyrie to the Lakers, it makes the Lakers a freaking lottery pick team. You got (laughs) Anthony Street Close Davis and Kyrie the Great Debater. (laughs) You'll be lucky if you get 82 games between the two of them. Man, get real. I wouldn't wouldn't say Kyrie, honestly, at this point, man. If he was free, I don't even know if I would even want him on my roster, bro. Lies, 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 and more lies. Lies, 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 lies and more lies. You know damn well you would take Kyrie. What, what's the real problem with Kyrie? Tell me what your real problem is with him. Because I Listen, really want to know. I need you to play basketball. I don't need you to talk about the evolution of the world. Play the game, bro. <laughs> yeah, but when he's playing the game, he's doing it at an all-time clip. We understand so, that he's got – we understand – that he has his own personal views about the world, society, all that. Has nothing to do with when he's on the basketball court. He didn't have those issues in Cleveland with LeBron. He didn't that wasn't their issue. He just didn't want to be he didn't want to feel like he was a a, a, a junior high student to a grown ass man. He didn't want to be treated that way. That was the only issue he had. That was his issue. And thank you, uh, Jay. That was his issue with LeBron. But I do think people's issue with Kyrie, if he, if somehow like they were winning more and he played, I don't think anybody would care about the stuff he says or even tweets and all that stuff, pe- calling people like us I, I don't, cockroaches Alan, and all that. You wouldn't care. But the fact that he doesn't play, people want you to play. You're an athlete. I, I, I want to be inspired. I don't care about what he says on social media. No, I wouldn't either. But if he I played, but he doesn't play. None of that. Well, look, okay. That doesn't so bother he, you that he doesn't play. So here's, I'm going to push back again. All right, come on. Let's stop bottling everything up. Let's, let's just piecemeal it together. He played in one in Cleveland with LeBron yep. James. Everything was fine except he didn't want to feel like he was the little brother at right. that time when he was immature. Yeah. Whatever happened in Boston happened in Boston. Then the world started changing a little bit more before our eyes. When you start having the, the protests in the George Floyd situation, then the January 6th situation came up, and then obviously the, the vaccination wasn't at the beginning of the season they thought it was going to be one thing in New York for the NBA then it turned out to be another then he made a decision not to get vaccinated it it's not like he's missing 6 months of basketball and never playing even when he had even when we were having a little bit of unrest in our country he was only missing a small portion of the overall NBA season and I'm talking about a sliver it was like Four games or something like that. But we made it seem as like we made it seem, well, two weeks, four games. Yeah, but, we but, but, made but, but, it Keith, seem it was a hundred games. He didn't go to he didn't play in the bubble, chose not to. So, you know, again, if no, you they if, didn't they didn't play in the bubble that year. Yeah, they did. Yeah, he chose not to go. They did they didn't play they didn't make the playoffs. They they still played though the eight games. He chose not to play. And then the following year, as you mentioned, he took time off just to get away. He just needed to get away. Like it's stuff like that. I just feel like if he played all this time, all the other stuff wouldn't be as I think people just use it as more venom no, towards him. No, they do. They didn't play, but That's if he played, what I'm and they do. I don't think he'd say anything. You I want to get one more on this. All that up, though. I want to get one more, uh, one more, if we can, uh, on this topic. Paul is in L.A., so I need to get an L.A. L.A. response to that question. LeBron, A.D. Kyrie makes the Lakers what? 
instead of one of the worst defensive teams in the league, the absolute worst defensive team in the league, Kyrie hasn't won anywhere without LeBron. Everywhere he goes, he sucks the oxygen and the, and the life out of a team. He killed Boston. He's killing New Jersey. He's killing Brooklyn. He's going to kill the next team he goes on. Nothing about his talent. He can play better, maybe better than anybody in the league, skill for skill. But bottom line, he doesn't win unless he has LeBron, and, and LeBron's past the time when he can carry Kyrie anymore. He, not, nothing about skill just sucks the life out of a team and does never plays defense. Thanks, That's guys. the whole point, you, though, is that he's going back with LeBron, somebody that could be the leader of the team. I'm not asking Kyrie to be the leader. You know, If you tell me, Allen, well, what about when LeBron leaves in two years, then what? I'll deal with that then. Oh, you can't worry about that. We don't have a big window anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll deal with that then. But you as of right now, that. I'm worried about what we're – what are we today? But what, right what now, you... we're not a championship team. But if you add Kyrie, Draymond Green, a guy who just won an NBA title, yeah. said it. Draymond Green said it on, on the podcast. Con- they would contend. Yes. yes, he did. But but is there a little is there a party that that also like are you if if I'm Kyrie like nobody seems there's a lot of fans who just like I don't want him on my team I mean you, you got excited with the idea of it haven't heard a Laker fan call and say oh I didn't be want great Le- I'd love it I, I I didn't want LeBron James on the Lakers when he was talking about coming here after Cleveland but guess what when he got here it was like oh yeah sure hey how you doing that's the way it works man I I'll tell you what. It's going to be fascinating to see how this goes down. Everybody believes the easy way to go is just to take what the Man, Nets are offering. He can fit and the Nets in. should hold hold firm on what they're offering. Hey, Alan, he can fit in right here in L.A. Oh, yeah. Venice Beach hangout, little avocado, lemon juice, little kale, Caesar. You know, we go, he'll be all right. Kale, little Caesar, little avocado, toast, yeah. and you get the lake. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.